guys, welcome to the. I'm the black Muslim girl. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and welcome back to the TBMG podcast. Sorry, oh my gosh. Oh god, you're so weird. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, she called me weird. Oh, I've called you worse, it's okay. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> Anyways, how's everybody doing? How's um yeah, how's everyone doing? Lacked. I feel like I say this every time you ask. I know. My sister started saying, like, um, oh, like, everyone in the house has stock phrases, and mine is, I'm so tired. And the thing is, she's so right. Like, I, I don't want to, like, admit it, but, yeah, I say I'm, like, tired is just, like, my natural state of being now, I just feel. I just say knackered at this point, because <laughs> it sounds saucier, like, at least. <laughs> What's well, different from tired, using synonyms. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so tired. When you see her, oh, I'm so tired. Who? I'm tired. You. Me? Yeah. Shut up. Don't get lost, man. What can she be saying? Well, aren't you so tired all the time, busy stifling your yawns? Don't come for me. <laughs> I actually haven't yawned on the podcast in such a long time. I've been so, like, yawn conscious. Whenever I do want to yawn, I mute myself. <laughs> I used to yawn so freely back in the day. Yeah, until one day, I can't remember how it started, and she was like, don't ever do that again in a podcast recording. <laughs> it's, in, it's in editing that I really hear it, and I'm just like, this is just wasting my time. Like, just shut up. <laughs> like, just keep reading. How long is it you want to be wasting your precious time in life? Like, like, could you do of all people knows how stressful editing can be? So when you have little bits that are just... Because the thing is, it's not even just the yawn, it's the aftermath of the yawn, it's the laughing, it's the joking, and then the sidetracking, and it's so, oh, for God's sake. Like, this could have been, like, a minute <laughs> that I didn't have to waste. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh well. But yeah, above all things, I guess we're all good, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, very good. Day, so alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. But yeah, we've got we've got a nice um episode lined up for you guys, as we always do. So today, oh, I was gonna go like, hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> we've done that already. God, keep up. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about things we have learned in 2020. So, one of yous, what have you learned this year? even though it's not over well I know it's not over yeah but like I feel like we've been through a lot this year already that it's all right to like have some reflection you know and I feel like with the clocks going back as well it's like the start of a new like period of the year so like let me take a step back to go forward (laughs) exactly exactly let me reflect one of the things that I learned personally this year is it's okay to take a break Mm. I think <laughs> you guys are nodding like could you just like nodding it's okay to take a break I think 
especially like with because we're all multi hyphenate women like we do lots of things like you know I think it's easy to like put a lot of pressure on yourself and um, especially when you're doing things on your own and like you know everyone always talks about consistency 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 and yes consistency 100% is key um, in being successful and then like doing well and you know building whatever it is you're building but I think in the past it's been difficult for me to like justify taking a break and when I say taking a break I mean like completely like relieving myself of like even like thinking about the other things so yeah so that's kind of like where I'm at like I've really come to be okay with taking a break and just not being so go 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 all the time and also realizing that actually even if you do take a break things aren't going to fall apart so like for example like with this podcast like we were saying earlier we're not always the most consistent we've done we did really really well and actually this leads on to another thing that I've learned but I'm going to wait but we've done really really well to like I think we did like 10 or 11 episodes like every single week straight and I don't think people realize like it's it's a lot it's a lot to do something like this every single week it's not just the recording it's the editing it's the promoting it's the thinking of of what you're going to talk about like it's a lot so and I think every time we've had a bit of a break I'm always like oh my god like no one's going to want to listen again blah 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 but like I was looking at the stats yesterday and like we're doing really really well so yeah, it's okay to take a break and the world's not going to end just because you took some time out. I love that. I like that one. I, w- I want to ask you a question based on that, which is, <clears throat> so what kind of like three tips would you give someone that wants to take a break but doesn't know how to? Because you see, I don't know, I feel like me and you have this discussion mm-hmm. as well, like where I... I'm someone that needs to take a break. Someone like me needs to learn to take a break or I'll just fall down and die. That's my own business. However, I've realised that I can take a break physically, but it's the mental aspect of it that doesn't necessarily work with me. So I can say to myself, okay, cool, today I'm not going to do anything. But my brain is still, like, my brain is still... Pop, 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 pop. And I've always realised, it's always when I say I take a break, that all of a sudden I'm thinking of new ideas. Oh, maybe this can happen. Or maybe this can happen. And it's like, how do you take a mental break? What, what, how have you managed to kind of like do that? I mean, if you have an answer as well, feel free to like shoot in there. On holiday. Okay. So that's, so that's literally what I did last year. Like I took so many holidays and that was the best thing ever. Obviously this year can't take holidays, but I think one thing I've done is just like, I just won't open my notebook that has my to-do list. Like I just, I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it in the corner and I'll just be like, okay, like I'm just not going to think about anything. I'm not going to say that I don't sometimes think about things like the, like a podcast idea won't come into my head or whatever, but I think just I don't know I don't know what kind of like practical tip I can give though I'm just trying to think because I'm still learning like I actually think about it is I I, I would mind dump so whatever does come to, mm. to my mind I would literally just get a piece of paper and write it down but I'm not focusing on it and it kind of helps it take it away from mind to physical so yeah. it's no longer in my mind because I've written it down 
and I'm choosing not to do anything physical that day, I just quickly note it down and I'm like, okay, cool. When I'm ready to come back to whatever it is I'm taking a break from, I will come yeah. back. Because I just feel like sometimes my brain just gets so cluttered with, yeah. um, oh, with so much. But yeah, I really like, I really like that point, especially, especially like COVID and everything yeah. that's gone on this year. Our deserve break is needed. I'm gonna go to Turkey. So, anyway, um, yeah, me too. I've never been to Turkey. Have you guys been I to really Turkey before? No, but I really want to go. Yeah, I don't. Know. Know. I, I just feel like I need a getaway. I just want to go. To- I just want somewhere sunny. Do you know what? If I go to Turkey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on so much weight from all the food that I eat. You know what? Someone told me that the food out there is not all that no, great. No, don't tell me. It depends days. where you go. Apparently. Yeah, but, but the I, Turkish restaurants here were so good. Exactly. So it's like, how can it not be? It'll probably just tell them. You know, some people like to go. It's like, yeah, it's Molly like Molly May that said Italian food. <laughs> My girl was holding ice cream. How can ice cream be that rank that you're gonna now complain? Mina, what's yours? Oh, that's, oh that's, nice. that's good. Mm. This is us comes back this week. Khadija, you'll love that show. You should watch it. Khadija, you'll love it. There's plenty of love in that show. Well, yeah, there's love, there's family, there's... No, it is. I just find it really, really, really hard. When it comes to watching shows, I find it really hard to um, to start new shows. So I would I would literally just sit and re-watch things that I've already watched because I feel like I'm safe. It's not going to be a waste of my time. I know I like you, let me just watch you. So I can sit days on end re-watching Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and um, Big Bang Theory. It's kind of like I get so anxious when it comes to watching new series. I, I can't do it. It's so hard. It is so hard for me to do it. Well, I got you into sex education. So do you like that? Yes, I remember sex education. I loved it. That oh was good. My God. That's a good I, show. I was scared to watch it at first. I was so scared. I was it's so a good show. Scared. Not because it has anything to do with sex, but because I just couldn't <laughs> no you like this is us it's one but it's very emotionally overwhelming sometimes though you can't watch all the you can't binge watch it you have to yeah you'll like want to pace yourself max really if we're being but also this is coming from the same girl that schedules cries so i don't know i'm just saying it's very overwhelming know. to watch <laughs> this is a nice release for me very overwhelming to watch because i think the most emotional wrecking thing that I've ever watched has to be um when they see us. Is that what it's called? Oh I can't watch Oh that. you even watched I it. Watch that. I only watched the first I watched the first episode and I that couldn't was, ten that minutes in I couldn't. I just like nope. That's why and that's why I haven't watched This Is Us because for some odd reason when people 
were tweeting about it. I thought they were talking about when they see us. No, no, no. no. It's totally different. <laughs> totally. Very. You. It's one of those shows, like, when it's emotional, it's like a comforting kind of emotional sometimes. Or, like, you get one of those moments where you're like, oh, wow, like, this actually can be applicable in real life. Like, it's, it's a deep one. <laughs> Is it like to all the boys that I love before? No, 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 no. This is no, this is no. I don't, like I don't know how to explain it, but there's so many aspects in the show where it feels like real, like it's not sugar-coated stuff, like it's real, and that's why it's so overwhelming sometimes. It's it's literally the most beautiful, ri- so, beautifully written oh, show that I've ever watched. Green leaf, pardon? Like no, green leaf? no, 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 no. no. No, yeah, it's all like trash. drama and all that stuff, and the uh, colorism shines <laughs> in that one. No, no, no. This one, yeah. Really I look at the Randall, that that couple, the family. It just. Oh. That's yeah, one thing I like about the series. Like... It, the concept of family is just like raw. Like I actually mm. want this in my own life. It's lit. Yeah. Okay. That's you know what? Escape. I'm gonna watch it, and I think. One of the next episodes that we record, we should do like a um, "This Is Us" yes. review or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm happy to do that. That sounds cool. Or is it like Jane the Virgin? No, there's no, there's actually there's like, no comparison to it. It's just of... so wholesome it's and not a comedy nuanced, either. and it it's just encaptures so much. I'm gonna check it out. Cool, Amina. What's your first life lesson? My first life lesson. Not life lesson, but for you know the question. For, yeah. Take each day as it comes. Mm, that's a good one. Man. Because, like, you know them ones where your Snapchat memories pop up and you're just looking like, <laughs> if I knew this was the last time I was going to A like this, <laughs> I would have A'd harder. <laughs> because I'm just like, no, so I can't believe I was outside. Um, yeah, just take each day as it comes, to be honest. I, I, I just, like, there's just so much uncertainty that it's gotten to the point for me personally where I've just become used to it because I don't have a choice but to get used to it now. So I'm just I'm just going to take each day how it comes and just try to come out of it in one piece. I think I've just learned to, and that's just helped me adapt a bit better. And also it has slowed me down in the sense, like, sometimes you don't want to slow down because you don't want to feel like you're, quote unquote left behind or whatever but I've had to force myself to take a step back and reevaluate and then start baby steps again even if it's overwhelming and you feel frustrated like oh gosh I'm going backwards it's been worth it so far and it's allowed me to take each day as it comes I, I think that's everything that's something everyone should really take on because it's like you know when people have been saying like oh 2020 is a write-off da, 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 whatever whatever I'm just like well just just take every day as it is like there's a blessing in each day that you're alive as well and like there really is something you can take from each day so all right Khadija what have you learned um what did I learn control oh that was one of mine and um, let go of what you can't control. I think that's the one of the biggest things that I've learned this whole year. Control. Uh, we are not in control of jack shit. We think we are, but the truth is we're not. Get with the program. We're not in control of jack shit. Um, like we all had plans, and then Allah said, "Psych, not on my watch." 
that's not happening. This is what's happening and we're all going to live by it and you're not going to do nothing about it. And what happened? We didn't do anything about it. Why? Because we don't have control. <laughs> yeah. When you say it like that. <laughs> we just don't. And that's it. It's been, it's been interesting watching you realise that over the year though as well. Who me? Yeah, yeah, because I feel like I've seen you go from, because go round and like, I've seen you like, take that journey of realizing okay well actually there's really nothing I can do because it went from being like to okay well whatever yeah, and I think when you're so used to being in control well not being in control but when you're used to having some form of control to all of a sudden boom I'm taking it all out of your hands it is it is very um very painful very very painful especially when you're used to doing things a certain way and you kind of know exactly what you're doing and then all of a sudden you're in this new room but it's like a new room but you don't have control in the new room so so, oh my gosh um so yeah I think that's definitely one thing that I've learned this year or the past 10 months is to um control what you can control because Allah does give us some form of control it's not that we don't have control over nothing no Allah is in ultimate control but does some form of control so alhamdulillah make the use of the like control that you are able to control make use of the control that you're able to control wow that would be my short and simple um control what you can control and leave what you can't so one of the next things that i want to control from now till december is my damn weight because a girl that fupa <laughs> what do they call it? Lockdown. Lockdown. This one is. Oh, this is the first time there I've was gained a phrase. I've actually gained weight. <laughs> this one is lockdown weight. This one is lockdown. Lock up. This one is tier three weight. This one is. No, 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 no. Yeah, that would be that would be my lesson. Yeah, my next lesson. I'm reading it from my notebook because I wrote it down. (laughs) I said, okay. So some the other thing I learned was I need to give myself more credit and celebrate all the little things. When I say give myself, I said I that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, big, big stuff. Yeah, especially you, Ashley. You need to give yourself a lot more credit. Oh, okay. Okay. I, yeah, that's something. Yeah, even as you say, it, I'm like cringing. But again, like that's it's just something I need to. Anyways, um, as I was saying, yeah, give myself more credit. Celebrate little things. I think in terms of giving myself more credit, just like um. It's it's funny. I I think I'm very good at noticing it in other people, but then just not very good at noticing it in myself. But I guess I guess that's kind of like what most like you always notice more in like other people than yourself. Um, but I think um, yeah, like just being proud of myself, like 
making any little headway, any little achievement and not trying to like um, be like, yeah, it was good. But like just being like, yeah, it was good. It did this, that and the other. Or I did this, that and the other. Not busy trying to like play it. Like, I think it's kind of like in anticipation. I sometimes I'm like that in anticipation of what someone might say. So I'm already like trying to like play it down and like point out the negatives so that someone else who may be wanting to point out the negatives, I I get there first, basically. So yeah, I think this year, and you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I've, you know, tried to celebrate all the little things that I've been doing a little bit more. There's still, there's a lot of things, there's actually a lot of things in the drafts folder on Instagram, but yeah, maybe one day they'll get out there. But yeah, just, um, yeah, be proud of myself and celebrate every little accomplishment I think my second bit is learning when to say no to things and opportunities um this year has definitely been a big test on that like just saying no to certain opportunities because it doesn't fit to what you stand for um it's not everything they have to say yes to um and I think that lot and I think in um just this year in general, it's definitely helped put me in positions where it's like, okay, cool. I could take this opportunity, but what does it mean for me as a person and my values and what I stand for and how will that look on me? And will I feel proud years down the line when I look back on this moment? So I've had, that's something that I've learned a lot more this year and I've taken on board a lot more this year and it's been very insightful. I would say kind of ties into my one in which is um I think it's actually the same I wouldn't say mine is necessarily learning to say no but more on the side of you like choose what choose what you want to do you don't always have to do everything but it's not a matter of learning to say no I think my one is coming more from a um purpose and passion point of view like if you're not if 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 you feel like it's not purposeful towards you or if you're not passionate about it then don't bother doing it like I feel one thing that I've learned this year well which kind of ties into this is do whatever makes you happy in a sense um because I feel like this year has just really shown up how short life is and how life is literally a fleeting thing one minute is here the next minute is gone like it's it's so crazy. You could be speaking to someone today and then tomorrow they're gone sort of thing. So I think one thing that I've learned is to make sure that whatever it is that I do is making me happy um, and I feel content with um, doing it. And if I feel like it's not, then I have the, I have the choice to walk away. Nobody makes that choice for me. I walk away. Um, so yeah, that would definitely be my second. Do whatever makes you happy. You need to be happy. My 
third thing that I learned this year is actually like Khadija already said it, but I'm gonna say it again. Um, I'm not in control. That's what I wrote down. Um, mm. Yeah, it was just very yeah. I'm not in control, and it's okay. It's okay. Um, the, I don't really know what else to say. You kind of said it when you said it. I'm not in control. Well, for you to say it again. I ain't in control. Okay, but anyways, yeah, I think um, this year has made maybe be okay with that and just be like, you know what, everything. I mean, I've always been a very much. I've always been, uh, you know, whatever happens happens type person. But I think there's always been like an element of like, okay, but yeah, maybe I can like control the situation or make this thing happen. But now it's kind of like, nah, like I really, really. I have as much control as Allah gives me and I think just looking at so many things that have happened this year like for example um you know you know going to work from home then coming back home and then starting a master's in during a pandemic all this kind of stuff and none of it's how I want would have wanted it to go but actually it's worked out in the best possible way for me so kind of being okay with the not being in control but also acknowledging that sometimes that lack of control can be the best possible thing for you and put you in the best position for you in that time so my third one is a bit mad (laughs) go ahead I've realized this year I think it's just like I think a lot of it stems from how this country is dealing with the situation but I've realized a lot of people in this country are mad that is very true like it's just very true it's it's made me really see what people value and how people treat others that don't look like them or aren't in the same situation as them and it's mad it's actually mad like i like i've always been aware of like where i stand in this country or whatever but yeah when you're in a pandemic and you know you're you're all going through a situation where there's so much uncertainty and certain things have come up and it's affecting people, especially with the recent situation of children. Yeah. It's really reinforced. Mm. Like some people are very vile and mad, like straight up, like you guys are just tapped. And I can't believe I've had to navigate that for the most part of my life. Um, So yeah, like it's proper hit me like, Rah, some people are mad. <laughs> and then yeah, I explain no. it like it's just it, it's proper hit me this pandemic because we're all being forced in situations where we're almost operating in survival mode. So like mm. within that moment where we're surviving, just about surviving, um, a lot of people's characters are coming through when it comes in terms of like looking after each other and being there for people, supporting things that will benefit everyone, things like that. Like, it's really shown people's characters. And I'm just like, rah, wow, you know? Um, so that's something I've picked up and learnt about this year, especially. And it's shown through a lot more. And it's got me, like, evaluating, like, what do I actually stand for? And who am I really at the core? Whether it's just uh, as a Muslim, as a woman, black woman, whatever it is, like, who actually am I? And I realise a lot of it is shaped by my faith. Well, which makes sense but I've realized just how much of it is shaped which is why I'm probably so shocked 
not shocked, but like, which is why it's proper hitting me, like flipping out. People are that. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's something that I've picked up on this year, especially. So yeah. I think the reality is it's, it's always been there. And I think deep mm. down, we as Muslim women, as black women, we've always known it to a degree, but I think it's just been so um, exacerbated this year. Mm. And it's kind yeah. of like, it's weird because like sometimes I'll see like some comments on social media or you know watching the news and I'm like and I and I'm upset by it and then I'm like but actually like deep down you knew this like yeah. does any of this <laughs> yeah. actually surprise you but I guess it's just kind of like like seriously like we're really 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 like you're re- we're really in this situation and you're really thinking that way so yeah it's it's um it's definitely like going off from what you said it's definitely made me like more conscious well I mean I've always been conscious of who I surround myself with but it's just made me even more like unapologetic Mm. about the types of people that I surround myself with you know and um what kind of views they hold and whatnot so yeah yeah definitely it's like the whole um (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to call her out because she might not actually be a Tory. Oh no! But you no, know that they, they're gonna mate. Okay. Okay. Can I not I'm even bring up the conversation? Don't do it. Don't actually, do you it. know what? Let me even be quiet because I saw you. I saw you. I saw your tweets get um. They took even, the yeah, piss so out of context. Yeah. Nope. Don't do it. <laughs> Hope there's no Tories listening to our podcast. You don't know. You really don't know. You don't know with anyone. That's the thing. But I've noticed, like, there's quite a few people in the black community that would that probably are conservatives because I think they conflate it with their conservatism culturally, maybe. Yeah, I guess it's like Republicans in America, like they hold certain Republicans hold certain like hmm. religious type values yeah. that that's why you end up with some types of people that really shouldn't be supporting Republicans because they don't care for you ending up supporting yeah. them. Picked up on that in the, the but, pandemic, especially. Yeah. But yeah. I just want to say, if you're a Tory and you're listening to our podcast, stop listening. I don't want you here. I don't like you. Not. I don't like you. I don't, I don't, there's, I don't think... Um... Could you just raise this like... There's no room for you here, unfortunately. I don't, and I, I, I wouldn't want to endorse myself or the brand with people that have such views and values because that's absolutely atrocious. So um, please stop listening from now after you hear the beep. Beep. (laughs) Um, Moving on. I just don't understand how, as a black person, you, you, you know what, whatever, innit? Free school meals, EMAs. You know what I mean? I just don't understand how... Even like I don't know if you know what it's not even it's not even that stuff it's not even what you just said Amina it's just the fact that that party obviously do not they they don't like black people they don't like Muslims they don't like anyone who's uh, not white like so why are you part, why are you part of that party it just doesn't make sense yeah I think insecurity and, and oh yeah it's, a, it's an infer- inferiority complex and, yeah and and they definitely have an identity crisis oh 100% in the video of some guy called Bim Afalami Bim yeah your name is not Bim Bim <laughs> you better say Bim because <laughs> that's nonsense that isn't, it, isn't it Bim Bimbola or Bim, what is the format Bimbola yeah how about we change the I to you bum yeah Bum. Can you imagine? Even like, you know, one thing I've realized about 
black Tories as well, yeah? The way they say black, it's like, I don't know how me not going to school is to sit in the black community, the black. It's the calf. I just think there's this thing where, and it's not just limited to um, black Tories. I think it's, there's this, I, I've picked up on this for a while now, but like, there, when people get to a certain point in their lives where they've progressed and they're now living a bit more comfortably than what they might have grown up with, it gets to a point where they're aspiring to be at the top with the super wealthy and the super rich and the people in power, so much so that any sort of inconvenience that's caused by that same system that's putting them as a, at a disadvantage is maybe a middle-class person, for example. They're more, it's easier for them to direct their anger towards people that have less than them and be like oh you know why are we supporting you and funding your life and da 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 like you know poverty is a choice you know work harder you know um it's the parents responsibility to look after the kids so what if you're struggling those kind of things and I feel like it's easier for some people that hold those values that are quite contradictory it's be- it's easier for them to be angry at those that haven't got much power than it is to be angrier towards those that are above them because deep down they want to be like them so they're willing to put up with it and just take put the blame on those that aren't at the level that they're at currently so that's why you get like some people they will get their first grad job or something all of a sudden they're on a different tax bracket and now they're looking down on the people that are struggling when you had the privileges and the support from the state growing up Khadija yes What's your third? Um, what else did you learn this year? Um, third thing that I learned this year, mm, I think it would be. Why are you guys laughing? Were you fasting? Because like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. When I did that, no, because I realized that every time I talk, you mm. can see my underneath piercing. So I went to. Wait, you have an underneath piercing. So are you busy? Are you trying to like show it? No, I will. I would. Uh, I have one. Yeah, hair. but I, I I saw it. So I went to look. Like there was something on it. You I know know what? I look. You want a tongue piercing? Since when was this? This is old. This is three years old. Maybe it's there. A hair. I had no idea. Yeah. I look. You want a tongue piercing? I wonder how you would eat pad thai with a tongue with the piercing there. Did you say you wonder how I eat pad thai? Like, if <laughs> like you know, you got the noodles and stuff. Does it ever get tangled? Like when you're no, trying... Why is noodles going under my tongue anyway? You think it'll wrap around the piercing? Yeah. Actually, quick quick side note. If you could get any kind of any piercing, what would it be? Like, if you that you don't have. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> so right we all want the same piercing so that's yeah, interesting I, i'm still gonna do it once i leave my mother's house do you think so yeah oh yeah. i don't know if i have i don't know if i have the guts to do it i think once yeah, I, leave my just, house, I have a friend that has it just so and she yeah anyways so your third thing could you do third thing is <laughs> you're mad I'm not involved. <laughs> yeah, she might. 
third thing would be um third thing, third thing, third thing. Third thing would be to turn to Allah in all situations through the highs and the lows. Mm, yes. Turn to Allah. I think that's definitely something I've learned this year. Just um yeah, I, I don't even want to say much, but just turn turn to Allah when when things are hot and when things are cold. Um yeah. and definitely gratitude. Oh my mm. gosh. Like Quickly, I remember. I think it was earlier on in the year. I was listening to a lecture, and there was ba- and the guy was basically saying how you need to learn to make your heart say Alhamdulillah and not your tongue. And mm. was that sometimes people can ask us how we are, and we're just like, Oh, Alhamdulillah, yeah, everything's alright, Alhamdulillah. And he was like, just because you're saying Alhamdulillah, it doesn't mean that you're feeling Alhamdulillah because you're saying your Alhamdulillah with sighs and groans and all of that kind of stuff, which I think is very, very true because a lot of yeah. the time, Alhamdulillah, and we think, oh yeah, I'm grateful, but we're not, sort of thing. So it's kind of getting your heart and your tongue in tune with each other. So when you are saying Alhamdulillah, it's not just Alhamdulillah of the tongue, it's Alhamdulillah of the heart, if that makes sense. So, um, I think we're all kind of guilty of that, definitely. And hundred percent, we're we're very good at you know making dua, like asking what we are, what asking Allah what we want, but not very good at the thinking Him. I think. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're here and we're just like able to just exist every single day, like every time we wake up, we're given another chance to try again or yeah. move on again. Yeah. That in itself, especially given the situation we're in, fab, that's literally a blessing at this point. Like it's actually a miracle at some point. Mm. Like I had that just out here waking up healthy. It's very true. I had that feeling this morning when I was when I woke up and I was I went to the bathroom and then I was doing what do and I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, like I could have actually not woken up today. I think it low key was because um I watched um haunting of haunting of blind manor last night. <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that to yourself so my mind <laughs> so obviously like in the show like it's it's like you've got these like orphan kids and all this that, and the other so I was just thinking a lot and obviously like the horror aspect so I was just like yo like something really could have happened to me during the night but here I am alhamdulillah and I was just really happy as I looked in the mirror and there was nothing staring back at me you're so annoying. But my reflection. <laughs> if you've watched Haunting of Hill... Bl- See, I can't even say it. Haunting... What is it called? The Haunting of Blind Manor. If you've watched it, you'll know what I mean. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not watching that show. Horror is just not for me. Don't think. watch it if you live alone or by yourself. No. If I watch it, I think I'd watch it during the day. Yeah, so after this, me and my sisters are going to finish it today. I don't want my plants to haunt me. Thank you very much. Because I already know these lot are having conversations that I'm not aware of. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised, bruv. Higher frequency and all that jazz. Oh, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Oh. We're like actually a blessing to be able to just function. Mm-hmm. Even if we have our struggles and stuff, like we have our down days. Um, there's some people it's like, I actually don't know what's next for me at all in terms of just surviving. So we're definitely That's in a very blessed position given the circumstances too. Alhamdulillah. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it from us, guys. 
that's another episode wrapped from us um right so this is actually our 20th episode yes two oh two oh this is a little milestone for us guys um yeah so we've got a few plans in the works for the next 20 episodes of this podcast stay tuned um you're not just going to be hearing from us there'll be some other people inshallah so if that is something that sounds like something you might want to be part of dm us dm us at tbmg podcast on instagram or at tbmg tweets on twitter and yeah we can give you a little bit more info um right thank you for riding with us for 20 episodes and we will be back next week inshallah bye